1: do you believe we have some great content for you guys today we got ufc nba usa team basketball tennis and a whole lot more so buckle up tuck it into your waistband because here we go three two one we're back and
2: now this is the moment you've all been waiting for we
0: are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick.
1: We're back, baby. It's the Charities Try to Pitch Your Free Throws because they have uh, three, so 345 coming hot at you guys. And so 344, and I'm joined on this one by Alex Cosme Rock, and Nikki snacks Kreider. And a lot has happened in the sporting world. Uh, We'll start with Saturday's festivities. Conor McGregor loses to Dustin Poirier. UFC 264. Snaps his ankle dead in half. Uh, Poirier said he cracked it on a checked kick. McGregor denies that. I think we all are under the assumption that Poirier is correct and that the minute McGregor really tried to put some weight on it, his leg snapped in half. Yeah, McGregor
0: threw a lot of kicks at the front leg early on in the fight. It was clearly something he was looking to do. (laughs) Funnily enough, every time he threw the kick, I feel like Poirier was just like, all right, cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think Poirier was obviously the favorite. I think we've kind of – I've seen the end of McGregor. Unfortunately, the way he was, it was just like a, such a sad way to go out. I mean, obviously Connor's like the notorious Connor McGregor and he's notorious for being out of control and his antics are up, but that's when his, when his fighting's amazing. And when he's at the top of his game, it works when he's not at the top of his game and when he's the underdog and he's losing and he's still putting stuff like, Hey, you check your wife for my DMS. It's just like not cute anymore, and it's kind of unappealing. Like when you're winning, yeah, it's fun to root for the villain. But when the villain's losing, it's like, all right, dude, you just got your ass beat, and now you're injured on the floor, getting interviewed by Joe Rogan. Like this is some kind of ring around the rosy patty cake type situation in kindergarten when everyone's just sitting around, and it's just kind of ridiculous. Honestly, it was just like a really it was it was it was fun. It was exciting the first round.
0: I think some of it was outside of the post antics it was a really good round one yeah the doctor called it after round one you know partially because connor's ankle looked to be completely broken his achilles is probably torn as well i don't know what the the actual diagnosis is but
2: i think he said it was a cream, clean bl- break of the uh tibula
0: okay jesus so it's the the lower leg actually right. rather, yeah. yeah. rather than the ankle but it's um, a clean break
2: which is good usually that's better for recovery
0: yeah, he's he's only thirty two. They both are only thirty two. So, if he could heal well, which sounds like it's going to be a lot easier for him to do so, he's a guy
1: that I feel like can't stay away from the octagon. Yeah, he, but he just looked overmatched by Poirier. Poirier was clearly dominating. I was like, obviously, after once he slipped that headlock, once he once he slipped the headlock, he was pounding the hell out of him.
2: I disagree. I I think that I think that yes, Poirier was was going to win that round because he started to, to dominate on the ground. But at the beginning of the fight, it started, it was pretty even. And when they got to like the two and a half minute mark is when it flipped, he almost choked out Boyer. So I think that if, if they went another four rounds, I mean, I, am not saying that he, Dustin's going to dominate him the entire time. I, I think that people think that he was getting dominated because he was taking some blows to the head on the ground in the final two minutes. And then he started to bleed in the ear. And then at the end, obviously he snaps his leg, but that's a freak incident.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, with, with withstanding the incident, he was the minute he slipped the headlock, it was Poirier's fight.
2: He was yeah. Absolutely- that headlock that headlock happened at like the two and a half minute mark. Yeah, and he had his headlock. He had him locked in there for like a good a good minute or so. So there was only the, like another minute and a half where Dustin was actually pounding his head.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the longer the fight would have gone, the more it would have favored Poirier. Of course, I think a lot of people recognize Connor and part of the reason why he's so much fun to watch is because he's such a good striker and he's, he's great with his knees and his elbows and he's, he's so long for how he's not a tall guy by any means, but he's, his, his reach is incredibly long, uh, for his height. And yeah, it's, uh, it was unfortunate that the, that the fight had to end in such a way. Obviously you have to call it at that point. Point one round one. I expect he would have won the fight, but I would have liked to have seen it go deep
2: and have them go at each other. Yeah. Look, by all means, I think that this was was shaking up to be one of the more exciting main events we've seen in a long time. Usually, these main events have been very underwhelming, whether it's like a first-round knockout where the guy just completely destroys the other guy, or it's a really boring fight where it goes to decision. That's how these UFC fights have been shaken out lately. But this one definitely was living up to the hype It was unfortunate that it ended after round one. I think it's an illegitimate win for Dustin, but at the same time, I do believe that he would have won that fight, but they got to run it back. If Connor, you know, recovers in time. I mean, there's so much bad blood that was left on the octagon with the trash talking at the end of the fight that I think money. Yeah. There's a lot of money too at stake. And if they have a rematch, it's going to be, I mean, it's, every time we see this this guy fight, it's always like the biggest pay-per-view of all time. I mean, this is going to top it all though. Cause just all of the back and forth trash talk that we were seeing, I mean, Connor talking shit about Dustin's wife. I mean, that's not cool, but also Dustin talking shit about a guy who's got a broken leg on the ground, like, you know, coming at him with. Yeah. That was, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, the intensity is there for sure. Completely defenseless, (laughs) which is is hilarious. I mean, you win
0: the fight, like, in, no matter which way it's called, if you win the fight, you get first dibs and saying also your,
2: your piece. I, I did enjoy Dustin's post game interview, post fight interview. Um, but there was something that he said. He, he said two things. There's one thing he said that's hilarious, and there's another thing that he said that was kind of like kind of made him seem like a little pussy, honestly. He was like, he was talking about murder. And the second you bring up murder, that that's crossing the line. Like you don't tell someone you're going to kill someone. It's like, come on, dude, dude, dude what? Fighters say that shit all the time? All the like, time. That like was, yeah, that was Mike wack. Tyson told Lennox Lewis that he was going to eat his children. Like it's that's, that's fighter trash talk. Like I'm going to destroy you in the ring. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to take you out. You're going to leave on a stretcher. That's always been said. Dustin makes it sound like this is the first time he's ever heard some guy tell me he's going to kill him in the octagon. Like, i mean that's technically like the the duty of a fighter is to make sure that guy doesn't get back up right and obviously we don't want to see anyone die but it's a figure speech and obviously connor doesn't want to kill this guy but that kind of was a little soft out of dustin now he did say something fucking hilarious though when he was when he was saying all you fans out there who are booing me we're supporting connor Uh, kiss my whole asshole that was an all-time line
1: that was a good one the whole asshole the whole thing. I mean, I wonder how big his asshole is that it takes okay. like. All right. <laughs> just, curious, just out of curiosity, speaking, isn't it crazy though that they used to go to fights and you want to see somebody die. Like back in the day. You mean like gladiators? Yeah, like gladiators. Ancient yeah. Rome. They used to go back there and be like, "Yo, if we don't see somebody die, this fight sucked." <laughs> like, isn't that crazy that that was like the mindset, and now it's like. You know if you see someone snapping an it we, so we saw connor like snap his tibia i guess now it is and the whole yeah, no room one to see that. no one exactly no one wants to see that. that's my point it's like no one wants to see someone like break a break an ankle back in the day if someone if we just walked out of there and all that happened was a broken ankle we would have wanted our money back from the pay-per-view yeah well, well you're
2: un- unfortunately you're, yeah, you're talking the, about like 1500 years ago back in the day the good well, old
1: days
0: also back in the day if someone broke an ankle you don't stop the fight and put them in an air cast like
1: that guy just gets executed. He gets executed. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Exactly. Uh, I, d- I do think, though, that you do bring up an excellent point, Nick, that a lot of the, the Usman fights have been kind of meh. I don't find Adesanya extremely exhilarating at times. I mean, not his fault. He just dominates guys in his weight class. And when he wanted to go fight Jan, he lost. That fight was just okay. Uh, the Costa fight, which honestly was supposed to be one of the top fights the past year, floundered. Not again, not Adesanya's Falls. Costa just was no match for him. It would be exciting. I mean, I some of the some honestly, fights. The, the
2: most, most exciting fighter to me is Nate Diaz because he just takes a beating every time and he just does uh, not give up. And like, Fer- you- Fer-
1: I'll say Ferguson yeah. too. Ferguson takes an absolute beating yep. and doesn't give up. I mean, guys that just go in there and hit. I mean, we were watching whatever the, the Burns fight before. The Burns fight in the Wonder Boy. First of all, Joe Rogan kept calling this guy Wonder Boy. I mean, this is yeah, like the worst the worst nickname in the entire UFC. Yeah. Burns and Wonder Boy, they were at one point where, like, just, like, bouncing in front of each other. It's like, dude, what is this? Some kind of, like, weird sketch TikTok that we're just, like, doing some kind of uncomfortable dance for the audience. It's like, get in there, grapple, and beat some heads. You're too big to be doing that. Um, I mean, I thought, like, it's give and take, right? Like, tactically, that was a really,
0: really good fight. Yeah, Like, technically and tactically, that
1: was a great fight. Yeah. We want to see some knockouts.
0: Yeah, and we saw knockouts. I thought, holistically, that card, that the UFC 264... Bam Bam was sick. ...was a fantastic event. I, I really thought that, like, as far as all across the board, every fight, me being relatively engaged, if not excited to be watching what the action that was happening in front of me, I, I don't think it disappointed. And a lot of the events... Do just by nature of like one fight not hitting, but I think I, I was really impressed.
1: I thought the Hardy Bam Bam fight was sweet when Hardy. The, got
0: yeah, toivasa versus Hardy was yeah Bam Bam. As you're saying, he did the shoeies afterwards. That was one of the most electric post post game performances by any shoeys. athlete
1: ever. Not only we, not only is it fuck COVID, we're packing in the arena. Fuck COVID nineteen, we're doing shoeies.
0: Right, and for anyone who doesn't know, a shoeie is taking off your shoe, pouring a full can of beer into it and then chugging straight from the shoe. Oh, we're getting that like, guy on our
2: show.
1: show. doing for sure. Yeah. We have to do a shoey. Mm-hmm. You have to do a shoey with the shoe you showed Victor Cruz. <laughs> Whatever shoe <laughs> My you alders. showed Victor Cruz, you have to do oh, a shoey with.
2: So you're gonna you're in a boot?
1: Yeah, for sure. That's but, disgusting. Well I'm not here to no, I'm not here to like play nice Nick. I'm here to do a shoey. I'm here to do it the right way. And yeah, the right way is good for like thank you Nick. I'm proud of myself. But
0: you look at you look at the other and two fights. Um, O'Malley versus Moutinho. It was a third round knockout. Oh god, I, O'Malley. There was blood everywhere. Hairs of all different colors in that fight. And face. then one of my favorite fights was Aldana versus Kunitskaya. Yeah. Like that fight was she destroyed that
1: girl. The O'Malley, yeah, the O'Malley one though is like the, the guys I saw a tweet that said those guys look like they run a vape shop. That are fighting right now and i thought that was hilarious yeah with the ridiculous o'malley's hair is just off the charts ridiculous it's, it's it wasn't he had a horrible injury too in mid-fight and he was supposed to be like the next guy up like the next like big face of usc oh like, he's gonna get
2: his shot he's a great fighter. so
1: he's a he's a great fighter he's also a great personality and you kind of need that in the sport of in of martial arts the female fights are, are honestly good at first, I I think I've said this in the show. At first, I was wary of the female fights, but obviously they're incredible. And I think they're they. All, yeah, I'm I'm always
0: they're all time. really impressed. And
1: yeah, blown away. Nunez is fighting next, and she's an absolute tank.
2: She's the most dominant fighter in that entire. She's
1: probably the most yeah. dominant fighter in UFC. Realistically. Yeah, realistically, now that Adesanya is a I mean, Usman. We'll see if anyone can beat Nganu. I doubt it. I mean, Gaines got a shot. We'll see what happens there. There's a hit. Gaines versus Lewis. Is like for the interim interim title. That's in August, and then the winner will fight in Ghana in September. They wanted John Jones to fight in Ghana, but that's like not going to happen because John Jones is literally out of his mind. The guy's a complete psycho. Uh, speaking of out of your mind, you have to be out of your mind to be a goalkeeper in the Euros and PKs. I can't imagine anything more nerve wracking than being a goalie.
2: In- Those goalies did their job so italy and england yes. championship game of the euro cup mm-hmm. went to penalty kicks pk's it lasted the entire it was zero zero right the entire one, game one. it was, was one
0: one 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 england actually scored in the first two minutes the fastest euro final gate uh goal ever yeah so to score that quickly and then not get one the rest of the game is right they go
2: 118 pick. minutes plus extra time with no goals, basically. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty remarkable. But they go to penalties and England knocks down their first two, right?
1: Yes, England hits and their first two and Italy and pick for goes one goal. and one. Yeah, go one Italy and one. Italy was
2: one and one. But normally when you see penalty kicks, you see a goalie maybe block one, maybe two. And England save two and Italy save two and then the English player on i think the third shot missed it like he goalie guessed the wrong way and he just completely missed it and yeah, was that, was was marcus,
0: that rashford
1: Ra- marcus rashford missed it he marcus rashford tried to get too cheeky with it and literally pinged the side post uh donna who's super young three f- so pk shooters for england three four and
0: five all younger than 23 so you, you would uh fantastic talents all of them but not much experience, obviously. You need some vets out there. Tons of pressure, so
1: it, it clearly cracked them. They have vets, though, and they kind of ran their two. They ran their R- Ashford and Sancho, their two subs, I believe, and they ran their two subs out for PKs, and both those guys missed. I mean, Donnarumma is was is super young, and he won pl- Player of the tournament. He's yeah. taken, Buffon's been Buffon's literally been the goalkeeper for Italy our entire
2: lives. They asked Tim Howard, I think it was last week. Yeah it was the game that um, who was, it? it was, it was Switzerland versus who did they knock off France yeah. Switzerland versus France and Switzerland ended up winning that game in PKs as well. And they asked him Howard, you know, cause they cut to like the ESPN, like booth, like, you know, like the TNT booth, whatever. Um, like, what do you say to your teammates here as a goalie? And he goes, all I'm saying is just make, just make your shots. I'm going to save one of them. Like, that's the best the goalie can hope for is like just making one save. If you hit all five of your shots, I'm going to save one of them. Yeah. It tells you right now that those goalies out there had balls of steel, saving two each. Yeah.
1: It was, it was like as much as good as Harry Kane is. It was like titled as like Pickford versus Donnarama. I mean, there's a reason why Donorama won player of the 20. I think him and this Spain and Italy had gone to PKs. It's not the first time he's done that, this tournament. I, he's 6'5, 22 years old. He's an absolute. I mean, he stood. I when Pickford was net, it had that daunting feel of like, oh my god, how's this guy gonna save this? When England stepped up, when Harry Kane even he was the first one to go for England stepped up against Donnarumma. This is Harry Kane. It still had that feeling of it did not have that feeling. Sorry, of like, oh my god, how's this goalie gonna save this? That guy looked massive. Yeah, man. I mean, if you're just a Fit, like
0: Manuel Neuer, like he's, he's huge. Like some of these yeah, guys are just loose. so tall. And when they kind of just like, what is it? What are the animals that when you see them in the wild, bear. you're supposed to, it's a bear. You're a supposed bear. to get as big as you possibly can. Like yeah. those goalies do that, right. They get as they peacock, right. They get as big as they possibly can. And it just shows you how big these individuals are because the goal gets real small. It's yeah. like a hockey goal.
1: I mean, these guys are, these guys were massive. It was pretty crazy,
0: but congratulations to, all the Italians I out there. Feel um, bad for my uncle. Yeah, my after they didn't, they didn't qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, so pretty impressive. They that's got the dominated, year
1: dominated. They, they guess how the possession. Guess what the split was? Sixty-six percent to thirty-four percent. Italy. That's how you win. A, that's how you win a football game. They almost doubled them in passes. Pass accuracy smoked them. Pass it to the Italians. We've been saying it for years. It's the Italians. We've been saying it for years. It was honestly Pass the pasta. It was a crazy game, though. I mean, that's like if you're. If you're a soccer slash football football fan, I mean, you really can't ask for much more out of this one. That was great. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep keep it in the national teams. Uh, Nigeria beat the U.S., which is thank God it's happened now. Absolutely. In basketball. In basketball, absolute embarrassment. Not soccer. Absolute embarrassment. It's,
0: it's tough. It's their first game, so you don't want to be too critical of them. But this is a sport where. past, the United States men's
1: team has absolutely dominated. They've beaten Nigeria before by 83 points. Like KD has beaten them by 83 points and now lost to them by three. In 2012? In 2012, yes.
0: Yeah, this is a completely different Nigerian team. Is Obviously, everyone is giving them their due credit because they now have, I think, eight NBA players as opposed to one on that 2012 team. So just a testament to basketball becoming way more of an international sport um, you know, fantastic players in the NBA, like Luca taking their country for the first time to the Olympics, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And, you know, you're going to see Giannis probably we'll, we'll get into the sun's bucks game later, but you don't think he's going to suit up for Greece. He yeah, has been in past. He has, I, I, I can't
1: imagine. We'll kind of delve into it, I guess, because not much to be, it's more to be said about this U S team other than what the absolute fuck was that. Yeah, I mean, and people you are saying like they go. don't
0: have Drew Holiday, they don't have Chris Middleton, they don't have Devin Booker. Which okay, maybe you, you look at Holiday and Booker, and you're like those two guys can run the point. I mean, they don't really have a point guard on this team besides Damian Lillard, and even at that, Damian Lillard is a scoring point.
1: Yeah, right? yeah but you have, but it's Damian Lillard. Even if Damian Lillard, if it was Damian Lillard. And, like, Keldon Johnson and, the, and, like, the reserves or, like, the, or like this, the matchup team, you know, that they play against, who, by the way, some of these guys might now, like you're saying, you're telling me yesterday, your test may make the roster. If it was Damon, those guys, you would still probably favor the U.S. because Damian Lillard is so much better than anybody Nigeria has, and it's not even close. But this, We're talking about a guy I, who's a top-five MVP candidate in the National Basketball Association.
0: Yeah, what's, what's drastically changed internationally – compared to what it was previously they have like in, in the 90s in the 2000s in the two, early 2010s i guess we're in the 2020s now so in the 2010s like not only did we have the most talented technically savvy basketball players but we also had the freak athletes yes yeah. so and these guys would play together and kobe and lebron are on the same team but carmelo was the leading scorer like you just have to step down and let other guys let the just ride the hot hand when you're talking about international international play, when you have that many fantastic players. And I look at our current team and like, we don't, there's a lot of physical specimens as far as like very, you know, long wingspans guys that are over six, eight that can handle the rock, like bam and Tatum and Durant, but it just doesn't feel the same as Vince Carter dunking over a guy as LeBron and Kobe with Dwight in there as well. Like, like, we just can't physically dominate guys. Like we used to be able to, because also because guys that are taller are playing basketball internationally, like they didn't used to, and they're getting better coaching. They're getting better coaching when they get to those international games. So it's just going to be tougher competition from here on out. And I think it's, it's great for the sport obviously. Um, Yeah. I'm happy
1: about it. I'm not complaining about it. Hopefully
0: USA rises to the challenge and, you know, over the next couple of games, finds their footing and really dominates. But it's tough. It, it's tough to watch our team lose to, to the Nigerian national team. Well, yeah, I mean,
2: a bit have a better looking, definitely have a better looking uniform, though. I'll say that the uniforms this year are you think, swag. You're a big fan. I'm a big fan of the of those blue uniforms. Yeah, I I they're think cool. they're I they're cool. I wasn't like I like oh. the best I've seen. Yeah, I mean, usually they're just
1: these. These are like these are. I I like the flair to it. It's like what the Milwaukee Bucks wanted their uniforms to be, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm mad about it from a standpoint of like the USA basketball team should be embarrassed. But I'm happy from it from a competitive standpoint. Like, wow, maybe the US just won't walk through everybody this year. We'll actually see, actually see some good basketball. I mean, again, like you know, also our guys are gassed. Yeah, We're talking about KD coming off a major injury, going up. I don't. I don't know why is he doing this. I don't know. I don't know why he's doing this. He loves I mean, basketball. Damien, it's not like man. Damien. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Dame Lillard's been like fully healthy the past couple of years. I mean, you know, Tatum's, I mean, Tatum had missed time due to COVID and wasn't at full tilt for a while and had to work his way back. I mean, our guys are honestly beat the shit out of, to well, be quite frank. And we're running K Love, who can't do his MBA Yeah, but they're playing years. other NBA basketball players. So what's their excuse? But the basketball players are playing is Gabe Vincent, who's Gabe Vincent and Precious Achua are chilling on the heat bench for the most part. Yeah, and they won. They beat the United States
0: men's national team. That's my excuse. I just We have guys who are okay with not playing internationally because they don't want to get hurt or they don't want to compete for other reasons. That didn't used to be the case 10, 15 years ago. And we got to see some utter dominance. I mean, part of this for me just kind of further glorifies those teams in the 90s, that 2018, that 2012 team to show how really fantastic yeah, those individual talents actually were.
1: What was the team that lost? Was, it was that 08 or 04? I believe it was 04. I think Before we won back-to-back back in 08 and 2012. It got dominant. After we lost that oh. one, it got dominant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully we get some
0: guys coming back. I mean, next time around, LeBron's going to be too old at that point. But I'd love to see all of our guys on the team. Like, Steph probably has one more in him. He could do it. I'd love to see him out there again. Yeah. Let's get all the best guys. Let's, you know,
1: let's get our monster squad out there. I mean, well, let's get like other guys. Hopefully, other guys are, you know, let's get books coming also. He'll be there. But let's get Spida in the mix. Let's get all these guys like fully in the mix to, like, when they're Trey, like when they're really ready to go, like the young guys that are supposed to be great, kind of take that next step. It is unfortunate. Like, Giannis, Luca, Jokic, Jokic, like those guys are not like coming through the door for us, no. Which is kind of crazy.
0: And people are like, "Oh, Dylan Brooks should be on the United States national team." They're like, Dude, "Dylan Brooks, Canadian,
1: Canada. Canadian." That They're- Canadian team's decent. Yeah, good, good team. RJ, let's go, baby. Um, Bucks, look, Bucks thrash the Suns, which is crappy for like our enjoyment, but it's good for like at least. Hey, look, we're gonna get some more basketball. And it's a bit telling that this series may not be signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours, and the Bucks actually have some legs to stand on, which now I'm hoping they take the next game. And we, it's a good game. I'm just hoping for good basketball now that we know we have some breathing room. Had the Suns won this one, honestly, going into Game Four, I would have been like, I would not have cared at all because you're not coming back from a three-o. Coming back from three-o is pretty much impossible.
2: I think it's good for the NBA. If either of these teams win, obviously, because they're "quote unquote" smaller market teams, and obviously we get a guy like Chris Paul and Giannis winning for the first time, but it's not good for the NBA if it's a sweep or if it's a three-one win.
1: Absolutely not. 4-1, 4-0, That sucks. It was not. But you also want now going forward. We need tight games for the NBA's sake and for our, for our enjoyment, and for the fanhood's sake. We can't have these like twenty-point monstrosities were once where it's like, dude, the third quarter, I started cooking dinner. I sat down to watch the game with Toss halfway through the third. He and I were watching the game End of they the showered. third quarter End of the third quarter I'm eating dinner. I took a FaceTime. I took a FaceTime. The game was over. They brought Kaminsky.
2: I was on the toilet in the shower and I didn't miss much.
1: Yeah. T- t- dump shit, shower, shave. They brought in Frank Kaminsky. Well,
0: I, they have to. They had to bring in you know, Frank Darren Kaminsky. Out. Yeah, Sarich is out. They tried to run the small ball lineup. Finally, he Drew passed. Holiday showed up. Had twenty one points. Middleton had eighteen. Like, you, you, honestly, like, you looked at game one and two. You looked at what both of them did, and you were like, they even need to do more than what they did, because um, at this point, it's kind of a given that Giannis is going to give us over thirty five points and over twelve I mean, rebounds. Like, he was
1: unbelievable again. He was who, unbelievable again. Who do we know? That's Kimaninski. Like he that I mixed that up with Brian and Andy Kimonetsky. Ah, the Lakers, knew the yeah. brothers,
0: the brothers, the yeah. Lakers. So guys, yeah, Kaminsky, guys. Frank, Frank, Frank Kaminsky, K, former yes. wooden Wisconsin. award winner.
1: Yeah, he was a beast in Wisco.
0: Great in college, not a He's great the, pro. No, not by any means. It just it's it's tough because DeAndre Ayton was in foul trouble, like Nick mentioned. Dario Saric is out with an injury and when Aiden goes out of the game, it's just Giannis, Brooke Lopez time, and they just absolutely dominated the paint. I mean, they went small ball. The Suns were scoring, trying to cut it back. They cut it to six, basically on the shoulders of Cam Johnson because Devin Booker was atrocious in this game. I mean, Cam Johnson
1: is also not big enough by any means to be helping out with these bigger guys. I was tall oh, he's tall. Oh,
0: I just I'm more so meant on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. yeah, you've got Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges playing – on Giannis and Brooke Lopez, which is an impossible matchup. Uh that's the kicker, I guess. Get Aiden in foul trouble and this team's in trouble. Cam yeah.
2: Johnson did have a dirty dunk though, did he not? Cam Johnson
0: had maybe I I have to I'd have to like really pull out the pen sieve and take a deep dive into my memories. See, but it? oh. it's one of the best live dunks I've seen in some time
1: yeah i watched back it was nuts
0: it was absolutely absurd it looked it reminded me there was a dunk that jr smith had on the nuggets when they were playing the san, san antonio spurs where he jumped over Monty ginobili and uh jr smith yeah jr smith put his nuts in ginobili's he face Also, jr
1: smith i forget who threw the oop but when he was in the knicks someone threw an alley but he had a verse alley yeah that was also one of the jr smith's got some great moments it, Cam John- terrible moments. Cameron
0: johnson's dunk which one of his biggest criticisms when he was getting drafted was that he had a lack of athleticism. Certainly didn't show it in tonight's game. Uh, he was, he was great. Tried to tried to help them come back, but they had to go zone against the bucks in the third quarter. And anytime the bucks missed a shot, Giannis just got the rebound and put it right, right back in. So yeah, Bobby him. Portis was great too. He had eight rebounds off the bench. He's, Dude, I'm happy. I,
1: I called that one. I, that was when I called. for yeah. jump.
0: That, that, that normally happens though, right? Your role players normally step up when they're at home. Yeah. Connaughton had a
1: good game. I said that from the beginning of the year that that was a good pickup. That yeah, was it was a great, it was a
0: great pickup for them. So we'll see, you know, Suns pulled Booker like late in the third quarter. I mean, he he's got the most minutes out of anyone in yeah, the playoffs.
1: He's, he's balanced out. He
0: was gassed. He was missing open shots, all of them short. Um, so clearly, like it, it's worn down on him a little they bit. Get Aiton in so trouble again. Yeah, we'll we'll see, right? Like this will be a really telling game for the Suns. If they're kind of the real deal, if the Bucks have figured them out in some way, Giannis, just want to give him some credit. You know, we've compared him to Shaq before. Only the two of them have had back-to-back 40 and 10 games in the finals, which is incredible, incredible feat by him. He looks the most comfortable and confident I've ever seen from him on the offensive side of the ball. There There was a possession in the second quarter. In the playoffs and during the regular no, no, no. season this is just he's unlocked he's unlocked something different
2: i also think it helps that he's at home too i mean he's awesome. not getting the 10 9 he, No, know they they people were still they screaming. they still kind of do no, it no they it were not looking. doing it this game they were not it was completely silent
0: i i heard it like a couple of times not, it was loud not- suns
2: fans then yeah, yeah, yeah like was, the right. commentary like the commentary crew was like this is so quiet it's so funny that like in phoenix it's massive yeah. 10 9 a, he's
1: like moved past most- that. I feel. And, and he's shooting
0: pretty well from the line, but there was one possession in the second quarter where he was like, he grabbed an offensive rebound. He had Jay Crowder on him. Yeah. And opposite wing wide open for a three was either Teague or holiday. And he looked at him dead in the eyes, looked at Jay Crowder who was defending him and was like, nah, to himself. Nah, I'm not passing to my open teammate. Because I know that if I post up, if I throw two shoulders into Jay Crowder, I'm going to get yeah, yeah. right to the rim and get a layup. And it it's the first time I've seen, like Giannis loves to make the team play.
1: He's a good passer. He's a great passer.
0: He's a great passer. He had six assists tonight. He had Every multiple triple doubles yeah. in his career. Um, but just kind of that wherewithal to look at the matchup, assess it, and say, I know I can get a bucket and no one can stop me. Like that's an offensive mindset that i haven't really seen time. him
1: have yeah thank god he realized it thank yeah God, holes are probably says something to him like dude's been like tommy bahama drunk uncle the entire playoffs it looks like and fine, i'm sure he says hey dude by the way you know you can get a bucket anytime you want and if you can't get a bucket because the Aiton's out there just get him in foul trouble which he did
0: yeah i don't know if bobby Moynihan's stunt double has that wherewithal to to tell Giannis, but Giannis oh, is terrible. playing fantastic. So I'm excited for for Game Four to see how the Suns come back. It's crazy. The Bucs arena, like you were saying, Nick, was really really electric. They were helping the Bucks out a lot. There were a lot of awesome plays, a lot of big dunks from Giannis, major threes from Drew Holiday. But that uh, that like plaza where they all watched the game, it's electric. There were more fans out in that plaza than fit in the
1: arena. That's, I don't even know there are that many people in Milwaukee. Yeah. What, what's, what's going on in Milwaukee? People are like, Rodgers is leaving. The pack's done. Brewers, it's only they're, July. They're it's not 10
0: even. Milwaukee's best deep, and they are just
1: in Milwaukee the streets. Milwaukee sports is like hot. Very. Really hot, actually, even yeah. with withstanding like the Rodgers situation. Milwaukee sports is, which is great. I was like in a. bad that's not Milwaukee. Too bad what? what? Did you say?
2: So too bad that's not Milwaukee.
1: Yeah. Well, Straight- it's like, but they're like it's Green Bay. It's like the same Wisconsin feel. Wisconsin sports is hot. Like they resonate with the Packers. They don't root for anybody else. I don't so know Wisconsin
0: sports are hot, except former Badger Frank Kaminsky.
1: <laughs> yeah. Frank Kaminsky, not
2: not hot. And the yeah. um, University of Wisconsin. Yeah, you you reference his Yeah, so the
0: next game's on Wednesday. Uh it's cool that now we get some breathing room in between each game now that we're in the finals. We don't have a western conference and an eastern conference games going on. Yeah. It cool. only helps Giannis who I, I I guess hyperextended his leg last series. I guess doesn't doesn't
1: seem like he did. Allegedly. I think that Chris Paul is also it helps him out as well in a sense that like Yeah. So we're basically going to get the so we're getting so Wednesday is what day? The 14th? That's correct. Yes. And then like Friday, we're pretty much going from NBA finals right into the draft. Jesus. Yeah. Right into the offseason. Basketball never stops.
0: They don't give you any
1: time anymore. Let me you tell have you. Time to breathe. Basketball right into the Olympics. And then baseball. Um, but Cool. Good stuff. Get excited for the All-Star game. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, we'll recap that one come Wednesday on our radio show and our podcast. Yeah. Um, tennis news. Oh, yeah. Toss, you've been jo- Djokov- giving your take. Yeah,
0: Djokovic now has tied Federer and Nadal for majors. They're all tied at 20. Yeah. He's 34. Yeah. Nadal's 35. is 39.
1: And you think that...
0: Well, he's one. The three majors so far, the yeah. U.S. Open starts August 29th and will be done in the middle of September. Yeah. And if he wins, he not only secures the Grand Slam for this year, but he will be the most winningest athlete in male tennis. So, and, he's,
2: and he's the youngest of the three as well, so he's got more time.
0: Yeah, so and, he, and I don't see him, and he hasn't had best. any major injuries by Nadal. I, I don't think how you can't call him the best. the best. And look, if he doesn't win the US Open, which I expect him to do, uh, he only dropped one set Who in the Wimbledon that? final. Oh my God. Yeah, he was really, he was, yeah, phenomenal in the preceding three matches. It can't be beat. I don't know if he dropped a set. Maybe he dropped one. So he's, he's on fire. I expect him to win the US Open. But if he doesn't, like Nick said, he's, he's the youngest out of the three of them. Like he's still got plenty of gas left in the tank.
1: We need more players that are good.
0: There's guys on the come
1: up. He's just that good. It just stinks. I, I, that's why I hate a sport where one guy is so flipping dominant. Why? Why? Because I like competition. I like the uncertainty that sports brings. When one guy is so good and dominant.
0: Yeah, it's just he's that good and dominant until one other guy comes up and is the not the next it Djokovic. But-
1: if it like, that's why college football kind of like it sometimes frustrates the shit out of me. It really does because like I can't take. It's not that I hate Bama. It's just like, what are we doing here?
2: So you don't like watching Michael Phelps swim in the Olympics?
1: It's different. To me, that's a little different in points. Are you saying Bolt running? What?
2: Are Are you you saying Bolt running?
1: I think that to me it's different. Or
0: Simone Biles, she landed some trick. Well, it's not a a floor routine. that was
2: Meryl Streep winning Oscars.
1: It's every four years. Well, Meryl Streep, it's like every year. Every it's every four years and they're Well, going, but that's also a, that's subjective and it's subjective. It's every 4 years. And look, I'm excited for Novak Djokovic to do to win the Grand Slam. That's exhilarating to me. But I'm talking about just from a competition stand, standpoint like and it's again, like swimming is not like a tennis situation where it's like, there's these big players, you know, everybody, you pretty much know Ryan, you know, lockedy you know, Phelps. Okay. But there's no, there's not many faces. They don't yeah, with but, Usain Bolt. but Djokovic, if he gets his
0: 21st major, he did it majority of it in the prime of Federer and Nadal's career. Like this year he beat Nadal in the French open, which has been Nadal's
1: on clay. Exactly. It's yeah, like 12, ma- that's, he's that's, won 12 amazing, majors. It would just be cool for the sport that tennis is, yeah, to have more guys in the mix.
0: Well, there's a young Greek individual who's 22. Kragos. Tsitsipas is oh. the is the guy that lost to I like, I um, Djokovic, I think, in the Australian Open. Mm. So he's supposed to be pretty good. Nice. But again, like he's 22, and I think Djokovic had already started winning by then. Yeah. So it's like these guys have to they got to win like their first big major when they get bumped up.
1: Just is like I mean, the thing with Phelps and Bolt. I mean, I love Usain Bolt; of my favorite athletes. It was just to me, it was more of a marvel what they were doing. It was more of a special like occasion. Hey, it's the Olympics. You don't get to see Usain Bolt run yearly, or it's not publicized. Right. I only get to see this once every four years, and he's breaking records, and Phelps is going for like a million gold medals. And at that point, it's like it's like you know you're never gonna see this again, maybe. Where like Jokovic, you could see it. Someone could conceivably do it. Like Federer did it, Dahl did it, Jokovic did it. And granted, there will be guys that come more. I'm just hoping in the next batch of guys, it's just a bit more competitive, and they are all, all on that level.
2: It's that funny is- that that you don't like the domination, and meanwhile you're a Pats fan.
1: It's true. It's a good point.
2: Well, it's interesting. Like how boring is that, that the Pats win all the time, huh?
1: Well, subject like objectively, We've- like it's like if I was not a Pats fan, it would suck. It would actually suck.
0: I think it it sucks, but it's also sometimes really great for the sport too. Because when someone beats the Pats, like when the Giants win and they're nine and seven, insane. it's it becomes like these epic sports moments. When the Mavs beat the Heat, this like super team, it's it's an epic sports moment. Like that's how we get these these fantastic moments that we never
1: forget. I don't think I'm in the majority. Either.
0: I, I I just think, think it's really minority. interesting that like we're seeing a changing of the like as we've talked about, we've alluded to often like Booker being in the finals, Giannis being there is like a changing of the guards, so to speak, even though Chris Paul is there as well. It's happening like all across sports. And maybe it's just by nature of how old we are and like that we've seen
1: a generation. A
0: gener been. Yeah. Like, but now it's like LeBron and Brady and like Djokovic, like how much longer is he going to do it better? It'll be gone. Messi and Ronaldo.
1: Like we just when did will they step aside? Like Phelps is basic. He's, he's out. No, he's like, done. We just did it. We did a conscious 15 year clip. 10 to 25. Yeah. So when you're 10, P-pool you're really aware. is Right. Like how yeah. many more years does he have? Uh, yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's going to get seven more. more, more. He's got to get to 700. But yeah. I mean, like when you're 10, you really have a good grasp of sports. Like you're like at the novice level of where we are now. And then you get to 25 and that's like a 15 year clip where guys cycle through.
0: Wow. It's kind of crazy because Nick, who has witnessed so many sports woes in the last 20 years, last 26 years, his entire life, could have the face of baseball and potentially the face of the NFL as well. One of, for sure. One of the faces. Should be. I mean, obviously, Mahomes is going to probably be the, the brightest star, right? And sh- will shine the longest and well, the brightest out of any of you those can't guys. can ask
1: for anything more than what Herbert's going to potentially bring the challenge
0: Mahomes. But Nick, are you excited about that? That you yeah. and I, that you have the, you have someone in the NFL, you have someone in the MLB, I've got someone in the NBA, and Josh has maybe someone in the NBA, but, but that, I mean, that, that, that I, I also
1: have the team with the best record. In the I game. will
2: say though that doesn't matter it counts, if it's the sure face it of, of the league, if they're not going to put up wins and they're not going to win championships, I can care less. So it's fun, it's super fun to watch Tatis play and it's super fun to watch Herbert play. And I'm obviously a bigger Tatis fan and okay. I think that they have a better shot at actually winning at all, but. Doesn't transfer to World Series rings, or if it doesn't transfer to Lombardi trophies, then it don't mean no, Yeah,
0: that's they get there first mentality. on their skill, and then they have to cement themselves amongst the great by winning.
2: Correct. Yeah. Mahomes has already done it. He's done it once. You know, and yeah, he's, he's been there twice. He's not finished. He's been there twice. Exactly. So
0: I don't think Josh. I'm not going to give your. The Red Sox are having a tremendous season, but a season by itself is not like indicative of someone transcending. Talks of sports there past. Time. One guy, no one is going to mention this Red Sox team in seven years
1: if we win. There's, they won't probably not. Sad, they no, won't. It's sad, no, this, this won't. Team, no, it's it. sad because was, there's one guy on our team that is an actual. At his current pace, is an absolute Hall of Famer.
2: An I absolute, think that absolute. I think that this team had low expectations, and I think that it will be mentioned because people didn't really think that they were going to be this I good of didn't,
1: a team. Dude, I thought they. Were, I thought going to be mediocre. Best, I'm talking. Though. I'm talking like a superstar
0: transcendence of generations by how good a team is or how good that an
1: individual team was that
2: they good. got five. This team's got five all-stars. I mean, it's, it's a great baseball club.
1: Yeah. I'll say this to you. I'm just saying all across the
0: board, we it's don't sports have a rarely guys that, that get talked about past 20 years
1: in baseball, in any sport in baseball. We have one guy on our team, Xander Bogert's who is an absolute superstar. And for some reason or another, I don't know why. Maybe he doesn't have the swagger. He was over, always overshadowed by Mookie. And under like that's an underappreciation thing. JD's kind of taking some of the bulk there. He's never been like the face of the Red Sox when he deserves to be so. And he's proven time and time again. But he, we don't have a Luka. I mean, Tatum probably. Hopefully, Mac Jones. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what the fuck happens there. But Tatum. <laughs> Is like I guess our guy, but he's—I don't think he's obviously as good as Luca. And if you can equate it to Fernando Tatis Jr., he's probably not as good as Fernando Tatis Jr. is to, in a baseball sense.
2: I mean, a lot of it also does with the branding and the swag, and you know, getting out there in the media as well. And I just think that Bogarts is more of a soft-spoken guy who doesn't. really, he had your swag,
1: he would be the face. Yeah, of- if he
2: had my swag, then maybe <laughs> he could have been cemented as the goat, but he doesn't. So, he's—if I had his talent. I'd be one of the best baseball. I'd be the face of baseball.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna start <laughs> playing a really unfair game and saying in 50 years, will people talking about sports know that person's name? That's a great game to play. In 50, I years, love that. Xander game.
2: Bogarts. It's an interesting name. So I, I think, I think, I think he's got a good chance.
1: Can we do like draws out of the hat? There's fun. Could there's, we make a video out of this? There's like, this like
2: few like. guys in 50.
0: Like Tom Brady, I know he will be mentioned. Yeah. You know, Dude, like hundred years. Probably, yeah. Cool. Don't cool. need to get into the global warming could, uh, where I, I stand on like global a, warming do and how, we do a- how, <laughs> how, uh, how how terrible things are going to look pretty soon
1: here. Uh, but. On that note, I mean, we brought does anybody have any sponsors this week? Just bet online, our boys? Yeah, bet online. Go to bet online. Bet. Um, and on that note, we'll roll out, but I think we should do a fun video <laughs> where we toss, you could throw some names in the hat and we'll, or we'll all throw a couple names in and we draw. Love yeah, like I love the guy,
0: but in 50 years, no one's going to talk about Alfonso we Soriano. Should, we
2: should do <laughs> across. We should cross everything, not, not just sports, entertainment, politics. Yeah, for sure, I'm down. That's life. A great, this is a great game. Celebrity chefs, podcasters.
1: Yeah, this is awesome. Everyone, there's every- a
0: better chance. Like, who's more likely? You, Logan Paul, has a better chance of outliving like a ton of the athletes.
2: per year. Right which, look-
0: which is a bummer.
2: Which no, about- I, I I agree with you, Toss. I think t- I think Josh. It seems like he's disagreeing with this, but I agree with you, Toss. I think that they're. I was, no, re- I was
1: agreeing with that.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you kind of gave me a stank face.
1: I was giving a stank face, like it's sad.
2: Err. Okay. Well, anyway, Logan Paul and Jake <laughs> Paul have a wider reach than baseball players do. I mean, a lot of guys. Yeah. You, you look at the the uh, MLB All Star voting, right? Yeah. Like this is just kind of a gauge to show you how many people actually watch baseball. I'm sure it's more than just how many people voted because, like, I don't think like like every single baseball fan goes out of their way to vote for the All Star game. But with that being said, Fernando Tatis Jr. got two and a half million votes. Right? That's that was like the leading ML vote getter. I'm willing to bet that 70 percent of people had him number one on their ballots. Right? Yeah. So it makes sense that maybe like three million, maybe maybe four million people voted on the All Star game. Logan and Jake Paul get millions and millions of views on their videos and their worldwide names across you know, oh, China. Yeah. 50, 50 hey, years
0: from now, Logan Paul, is he in an American history book?
2: I don't know what the fuck they're going to consider history. I don't yeah, know really? if vloggers are going to make that big of an yeah. impact. I Again, guess, we're not look, I, did,
0: I, I delved into how I. The, I don't The environment in 50 to 100 I mean, look, plus years, here American history in 50, toasty, 75. Yeah, 50 yeah. years ago.
2: We're not seeing we're not seeing al pacino in in like history books because they don't really consider entertainment like a part of history so al,
0: al capone though
1: he was there
2: al capone yeah because he killed some people
1: do you think Al maybe capone, logan
2: paul's got to kill a guy in the ring
1: i think there will be will like in, al pacino in 50 years wait what al capone or al pacino will he outlive will al capone outlive al pacino how old is al capone right now no, no, he's dead. But like, I mean, he's dead as fuck. But <laughs> I'm, you confused me. There. I'm saying you, you use the term "outlive," and I like that term. So I started. I okay, so to are you saying in, in fifty? I wanted in, it to fit in and use it too.
2: Who's gonna be more relevant longer? Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Al Capone or Al Pacino?
2: I would have to say Al Pacino, just because of the fact that Al Pacino has won multiple Oscars and he cemented himself in, in like film.
0: Well, yeah, people are gonna have status. Film libraries in a yeah. hundred years.
1: When we've we're all on
2: Al Capone, when
1: we're <laughs> all on Mars, tell him Nick, and they both <laughs> outlive Al Pacino, Alpa, Al, Alpha. okay, Al Capone, Al Pacino, Al Pacino, or
0: Alpa Chino, the character from Tropic Thunder who coined the the soft drink booty sweat.
1: Wait, wait, wait! Time out. I've seen the movie a million times. His How name is, is Alpa Chino. Or at least that's his stage name. I thought it was Al Pacino. No. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. Am no, I no, wrong? It's the exact same
0: spelling. Dude, I it's Al Pacino. Here. They just put the space in a different spot.
1: Oh. Yeah. See that movie all the time. Learn something new every that's, day. That's what happens so when one deaf. of your ears works. The other <laughs> so one doesn't. deaf, dude. It's, <laughs> this is a disaster. Uh, anyway, fans out there, drag both feet inbound, swing on a full count, rip that puck, at that putt. Or because put they free. Yeah,
2: Nick. I was gonna say I was gonna throw in Alfie the alpaca. He's a, a famous alpaca on Instagram.
1: Yeah, oh, well,
2: t- t- three cheers! I'm gonna for him. I'm gonna
1: put him at the bottom of the list. Yeah, <laughs> he's at he's uh he's telling the line.
0: Uh, and hit your free throws. <laughs> Why, guys? Because they're free, and they're it's also free. presented by Beth Online. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's we love you. Yeah.